Welcome in the latest episode of five on the floor on the five reasons sports network. Make sure to check us out, not just on your favorite podcast app, whether it's Apple or Android, but also on dash radio search for dash radio, download the app then search for nothing but net. We're there every day, Monday through Friday, even during this brief off season, 10 AM to 11 AM Eastern, 7 AM to 8 AM Pacific. Also, I've got a show that's not just Miami heat related covers all South Florida sports on onsideradio.com at that same time, every day, Monday through Friday, 10 AM to 11 AM Eastern. Also five reasons, where one of our hosts today is writing there three or four times a week. He's not being forced to, I promise you that's our guy, Brady Hawk. So check out all the latest Miami heat content, as well as the latest content on the Dolphins, who are now winners of four straight and in a playoff position. The Hurricanes ranked in the top 10 in the country. Enter Miami, which is going to the playoffs. Like, everybody's winning in this town. So make sure you check all of that content out on 5 sports.com. Also, check out our great sponsors. This one's a really fun one. I won with them again on Sunday. PrizePicks.com. If you're tired of losing in fantasy sports, or you're tired of your team just not being relevant again after week five prize picks is the perfect place for you. Whether the injury bug ruin your season long team or you're a season vet in the daily fantasy space, prize picks does things very, very differently than the other daily fantasy uh, programs. You simply select two, three or four players and predict if they'll go over or under their fantasy projection. So for instance, if you thought that Tua was going to go over as like 16 fantasy points and they'll give you the formula, you go over and then you can package him with a player on the Dolphins or on any other team. So check it out. Bet like 20 bucks, okay, and see how it goes for you. Prizepicks.com. Entries are so simple they can be made in less than 60 seconds. Sign up today at prizepicks.com or the Prizepicks app and use the code 5, F-I-V-E, to get a 100% match on your first deposit up to a hundred bucks. Again, that's prizepicks.com. The code is five F I V E prize picks, truly daily fantasy simplified. And now today's episode. One, two, three, four, five. On the floor. Welcome to five on the floor, a daily show on the Miami heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick with Alphonse Sidney, Alex Toledo and Greg Sylvander. Part of the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on five on the floor. This is like a week and a half floor plan that we've got. We're going through the heat and the draft, the draft coming up on the 20th. Of course, it's weird. It's right before Thanksgiving as opposed to being right before July 4th. And the heat are supposed to pick in this draft at the 20 spot, but we don't know that they're actually going to do that. So for this particular episode, in the last episode, we went through the Heat's recent draft history, what their philosophy is, how they've done. Now we're going to look at this draft as a whole. So we're going to deep dive on some of the players in upcoming episodes. But for this one, I've got Greg Sylvander, I've got Alex Salino, and I've got our guy, Brady Hawk. And we're just going to look at whether or not this is a good draft. Is this the kind of draft that you go into thinking that you want to keep the pick? And one of the reasons I think this is an interesting exercise is that NBA observers and media guys have been wrong about a lot of recent drafts. I remember the Andrew Wiggins draft and I, the year is escaping me now, but that was supposed to be like 14, right? It's supposed to be a historically good draft, right? And it wasn't in any way. Um, I'm looking back at it right now. I mean, Wiggins was first overall. He was supposed to be a generational player. He's already been traded. He may be traded again. Jabari Parker, 
you know, that hasn't worked out. Embiid obviously has been an all-star. Aaron Gordon's been good, but not elite. Dante Exum has had injuries. He's kind of hanging on at this point. Marcus Smart's a very good player. Is he worth a sixth overall pick? Julius Randle is kind of a decent journeyman at this point. Nick Stauskas is who we thought, you know, we thought Tyler Hero might be, and he's already better. Noah Vonley, Alfred Payton, Doug McDermott, Dario Saric. Zach Levine at 13, okay, I guess. TJ Warren at 14. Like, this is kind of garbage. And this was supposed to be a historically great draft. So, actually, we're going to go against type this time. I'm going to go to Brady first. Is this a good draft, 2020? Uh, well, I would say for Miami, I think it is. Um, I think if you're going to talk about the draft as a whole, the first thing you talk about is probably depth. Um, when you start going through the players, um, late in the first round, even early in the second, there's some talented guys. Um, and then you kind of look at the top of the board and there's, there's guys like teams in the top five that are more willing to trade out of the top five and go to a late lottery pick than to pick in that top five, which is interesting because there's, there's talented players up there um, like LaMelo Ball, James Wiseman and others. But I think that they're, maybe it's a confidence thing that they're not able to see these players fully um, they're looking at them over Zoom instead of in person. Um, and then there's there's guys that are more polished um, late in the lottery or even early 20s that you can kind of be like more trusted with. Um, so I do I do think this is a good draft, especially for Miami, just because there's a there's a ton of players in this draft that are probably could translate pretty well to the NBA. Greg, it doesn't seem like the teams that are in the top five really want to be in the top five this year. No, it's funny. This this draft is uh, by all accounts so far, and I think like it's important to recognize and shout out to Alf for leading the charge on this, that nobody knows anything ultimately about this kind of stuff, really. But it is it is widely publicized that this draft is weak at the top and it's deep overall um, and it lacks star power. So, um, you know, like ultimately that doesn't really, uh, you know, scream great draft when you kind of add up all those elements, but from Miami's perspective, it, it's a cool thing. One to not have to approach this hoping for a superstar because you've kind of got those boxes checked or soon to be checked. So, so from Miami's perspective, you're not necessarily looking for this guy that can, you know, uh, all of a sudden surprise. I mean, obviously you'd love to get another star in the pipeline, but it's not so much about that as, as finding a contributor, finding a player that you can develop. And to Brady's point about the draft being deep and, and, and guys or teams looking to trade down. I think that that's also an indication of that. There's so many young players that, that teams feel like they can develop guys that maybe you haven't seen a ton from them yet. And that just with some development, you're going to see guys take big leaps in the years to come. Alex, usually there's some guy when the heat are picking in the twenties, which has happened a lot over the years, there's some player up there that heat fans are like, okay, if you could bundle some assets and go get that player, it's worth it. I mean, I remember going back before your time, Lamar Odom was a player that Heat fans felt that way about, right? And, you know, that will bundle some. Uh, Darius Miles, unfortunately, was a player Heat fans felt that way about. But there was conversation about that. Is there anybody in the top 10 of this draft that you're like, okay, maybe we reverse course and instead of saying we're going to dump, or, but they have to keep, they have to make the pick, but then ultimately maybe dump the pick, which Riley suggested is a possibility. Maybe we go the other direction and we actually bundle something to move up. Is there anybody in the top 10 who, in your view, would be worth doing something like that? 
Well, actually, I'm I'm actually kind of bl- glad that you brought this up because we haven't really talked about this. And I don't know that this is honestly any type of possibility. I know you and Leif are the ones with the info here. But if you're talking about top 10, yeah, I mean, I, I hadn't even thought about this before, but there's a couple guys in there that I'm like, that I'm really impressed with. And like Killian Hayes, I'm really impressed with. I really like uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Both of those guys are playmakers and, you know, different types of players. But uh, like... If they could somehow get that type of talent, like I don't think that's a terrible idea. It's just like is is whatever team you trade with gonna is gonna be are they gonna be good with like Kendrick Nunn and the twenty pick? Because other than that, like I'm not willing to part with anything else. I was I hadn't even really thought about this draft for the Heat in, in the in terms of trading up, but I I would not hate that idea. I think just like what you guys have been saying and like they've said is well publicized. I think at the top it's it's like guys who are good prospects for sure, and you and you see why they're good prospects, but you maybe not as excited about them as got other guys in the top three. And I kind of feel the same way. Like they all have different flaws about them, and you're not really sure which one is gonna pan out. Like there's no sure things. I feel like, but once you start going a little bit down, it's like okay, if Killian Hayes is gonna go anywhere closer to ten, which I don't know if that's gonna happen because I feel like his his stock has gone up rather than down. I think he's that guy is an incredible passer, a really good defender, and has a lot to his game that he's that he's gotten better at. And and Halliburton is kind of like the, I feel like more of a guard. I mean, a, a shooting guard version of that of what Killian Hayes is. I think they're both really interesting prospects. Um, I would say like six months ago when I started to ask uh, who the Heat liked in this draft, the name that kept coming up was Florida State's Devin Vassell. Um, and mm. I, there, were, there was some controversy about a workout video where his shot looks tweaked and different than it did during the season. Oh, but I, I had heard that he was the type of uh, three and D really versatile player that they liked. And he would be a player that you could maybe think about trading up. But I just don't think that that's the direction Miami's going. Um, they don't need any more young guys. And I think when we're, I think when we're, we're discussing like possibly trading up to top 10 and different things, we truly don't know because there's, there's certain mock drafts or different things that people talk about that a guy could, could be in late twenties. Um, and then other ones you'll look at and they'll have them in the top seven. Um, so I think everything is just going to be so different. There's going to be guys that we're going to end up seeing um, that, you know, we get, we see them get drafted in the second round and you end up looking at it in hindsight and you're like, man, that guy was a top 15 player. Um, and that's just going to be for a bunch of reasons. Obviously, no March Madness, um, no in-person um, scouting things. Um, th- that's just the way this draft is going to be. There's going to be uh, – this is not going to be a normal draft. I think there's going to be a lot of mess-ups. Um, that's the type of draft I think that Miami can benefit from. All right, we're going to get to some specifics here. Not about specific players, but I want to get into the idea of kind of American players versus European players. Uh, and I also want to touch on – uh, you know, sort of the, the idea of ready-made players as opposed to uh, guys who are going to take a little bit more time because that is, uh, you know, one of the things that the Heat are always considering. Before we do want to tell you about another great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network, that's our friends over at Biscayne Bay Brewing. This is, this look, this is the only local independent brewery. You may have heard of others. No, this is the one. It's Biscayne Bay Brewing. They're the official Beer, not only of Inner Miami, which is going to the playoffs, and the Miami Marlins, which just went to the playoffs, but also Five Reasons Sports Network. If there were playoffs, we would make them too. So make sure you check out the Marlins Lager. Also check out the Tropical Bay IPA. If they don't have it at your store, first thing, you can check it out on the website at BiscayneBrewing.com. But if they, if you don't find it at your restaurant that you're at, ask for it, okay? 
likely they're just starting to stock it here in South Florida. And again, it's great beer. This is the beer we're drinking at Five Reasons Sports. They're so committed to our community. That's why they're supporting us so that we can keep bringing you all the local sports content that you can handle. So again, check it out. Biscayne Bay Brewing, the official craft beer of Inter-Miami, the Miami Marlins, and us at Five Reasons Sports. And we're going to be doing a lot more with them going forward. Uh, especially when we can get those watch parties cranked up. All right, let's get to um, sort of the general stuff about this draft, Brady. We, we've talked about not being able to watch certain guys, and that changes the dynamics some. Uh, but also, uh, like, for instance, like, is this a draft? that Some drafts, like, are known as international drafts. Some drafts are known as a draft with a lot of young players with high upside. Some are known as more polished players. What kind of draft is this? Honestly, I'd probably say that it's a mix between all of those. Um, and I think, as you alluded to earlier, Miami's going to be looking at mostly the, the polished players. Um, they kind of mentioned about they, – they've – Pat Riley kind of mentioned about he likes that the players are more ready, and we've kind of talked about, you know, it's because they've drafted Kentucky guys. Um, but I don't think that that's the only case. Um, there's a plenty of polished guys in this draft. Um, I, th- I think there's going to be some intriguing prospects, um, like some of the ones that Alex was mentioning. But I don't know if they lean that way just because they're, they're more of long-term um, – players that you're going to try to develop. And I think that the way that Miami is going right now, there's plenty of players that can help them even next season um, that could possibly be in the rotation and they can make a media impact. Um, so I think that's the route they would go. Um, but I think this definitely is a mix between, especially in that 20 range. Um, it, there's a bunch of different players of, you know, young, polished and international, which probably Alex could probably speak to a little bit more about the international. Well, also, when you look at the 20th pick, it's going to be about a two and a half million to $3 million cap charge going forward. So you're going to want to have a, a player that can contribute, particularly when you're lining up max space for 2021. So I think that you're right in that you already have Casey Akpala that is a project, uh, Chris Silva to a lesser degree um, as, a, as a project. So I feel like they are going to look at guys that can contribute contribute immediately, but also guys that can contribute so that they can show trade value, because I think that that's also something that can come into play. Alex, to that point, I just, I just want to touch on that before you go on to that point. Like we haven't talked about Akpala much, but in some ways he's kind of their first round pick this year, right? Like, because just in the same way they used to talk about Derek Jones jr. Like getting a first round pick, like we didn't see him this season. He was stashed. Then you had the COVID situation Then we thought he might play in the bubble. Then they had so many wings. They really couldn't get to him. Then he got banged up. Right. So, I mean, and they felt like they might've taken him in the first round last year. I wonder how that changes their philosophy here because you can't take enough. I mean, if you take another kid, that kid's going to be behind KZ anyway. Right. So you're going to end up sending him to Sioux Falls. And we don't even know if there's going to be a Sioux Falls this year because of COVID, right? So doesn't yes, that play I, into it's this? It's actually crazy that you said that right as I was going to say, because that's literally what I was going to talk about is, you know, the idea, you know, we've been talking about whether, you know, they draft somebody who might be down the line, somebody that, that try to develop or not, or somebody who can fit in. It's tough to, I think, draft somebody who could uh, fit in right away when you look at their rotation and just go through it. I think there's a really low chance that a draft pick actually plays much next season or is in the rotation, uh, unless, you know, like, something goes wrong with Jay Crowder and they're just, and they just don't really go after anybody else, which doesn't really seem like is a scenario that's possible. Like I, I, I would be surprised if it's not just the same team will go on and Crowder. Maybe they add another veteran. And from there, it's like, good luck trying to get in the rotation. And like you said, Casey Akpala is already in line. 
is somebody who they thought was a first round pick and and have said that they would have taken him in the first round if it wasn't for Tyler Hero being there. Uh, so I think right now, like going forward, he's going to be their first round pick. And that's why I'm more interested in just like taking the best player available and trusting whoever they think is the best player available at number 20. And why ultimately I would, I would want to just keep the pick as is, even though I wouldn't be against kind of either, you know, trading out or trading up. I, I could see, I could kind of be hurt. I can hear the argument both ways, but I think the argument for keeping the pick is, you know, there's so many guys there who I think are all kind of similar tier and maybe mm. don't have a lot higher ceiling than the other, as far as when you're just looking at pre-draft stuff, because like Leif said, we don't, we don't, you know, we don't really know that much when, I, I honestly also hesitate to say things like, oh, this is going to be a bad draft or anything like that, because I feel like we're always wrong about that. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if, like mm -hmm. Brady said, this is a deep draft and one that kind of is like, okay, they got there was a lot of pretty good players that came out of this draft, maybe not superstars. And that's why I think they should keep the pick. And, yeah, like, I think there's a lot of guys who could help them. It just probably won't be next year. All right, we're going to tease some of those guys here. We're going to let Brady put out a list of players and Greg that we're going to be talking about going forward. Before we do, I want to tell you about another great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. What should every business professional learn from Miami Heat culture and also the way they prepare for the draft? That discipline, preparation, and full-time maximum effort and persevering, no matter how difficult the task, are the pillars of success. When you hire Eric Brown, our friend and the official realtor of the Five Reasons Sports Network, also a huge Heat fan. When you have Heat fan in your email address, you're a huge Heat fan. When you hire him, you've engaged a professional who admires and embraces those principles with several years of experience representing clients that include not only celebrities, executives, and pro athletes, but also first-time home buyers. He's uniquely qualified with his business school education and a mindset like that defining Heat culture to provide an unmatched level of service. So if you're considering selling or buying a home in South Florida, just want to know what your property's worth, contact Eric at 305 967 9089. That's 305 967 9089. We've made it easy for you. His website is five reasons realtor.com. F I V E reasons realtor.com. Find out how his specialized professional business approach can provide real value for you. Again, it's Eric Brown at five reasons realtor.com, the official realtor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, we've got episodes to get to between now and the draft, and I'm sure we're going to plug in a few more episodes because stuff's going to happen, right? There's going to be free agent rumors, trade rumors, et cetera, and we're going to say, okay, we got a pot on this. But the plan is to go through some of these guys that may be interesting to the Heat. Brady, I'll give you one minute, okay? Between 15 and 25, give me a few names. Uh, the first one I would probably talk about because everybody thinks I'm a Vernon Carey Jr. stand, uh, but I don't think I am. I just been pretty high on him for a bunch of reasons why he kind of coincides with Miami. Um, that's a big one. I think a couple other would be, um, once again, I don't know if these these guys will already be taken because there's just so much uncertainty, but uh, Tyrese Maxey and Kyra Lewis um, are two big names that I think are going to end up being really good. Um, and if we're going to talk about Kentucky guys, there's still two other Kentucky guys um, in that guard position that I haven't mentioned. Uh, Manuel Quickly is a good one, but I have been talking about Ashton Hagens for a while, which can be taken in the second round um, if Miami decided to actually trade down. Um, I think that's a viable option. Um, so I think there's a, there's a bunch of options. I think the defensive guard or big is the route that they go. That's kind of the way. Um, but just one thing to mention about uh, Vernon Carey, just to go back, uh, Barry Jackson kind of reported of all the people that they've been uh, like interviewing and everything. And I think 
Um, he mentioned the one person that they haven't interviewed around that 20 range was Vernon Carey. Um, and I think that there's something to do with that was Miami knows these type of things get out um, of who they're interviewing. Um, and I think there's something more to look at there that they're just not interviewing mm-hmm. Vernon Carey. Um, so that's something I think that we should look at and I'll get into a little bit more, I guess, in future episodes. All right. That one guy that's come up and again, I have not done a deep dive on this draft. I'm basically just reading Brady's articles and then Greg sending me lists, but like uh, there's one guy who just from a a body perspective, like looked like a heat player to be, which is, is Desmond Bain. Is that, is that the one uh, that, that has perked everybody up here a little bit, Greg? And and he would seem to fit the, some of the characteristics they like. Definitely three and D he's built like a pro. Um, you know, projects as a guy that can play immediately and he's a senior. So yeah, Desmond Bain out of TCU is a name. Um, I think and this is another, a guard name that I've heard consistently since I started this months ago was Grant Riller out of the college mm-hmm. of Charleston, another senior, uh, really prolific uh, offensive player. And, and again, we'll break these guys down a lot more in coming episodes this week. Uh, so th- those are two names that really jump off the page the Kentucky guards that Brady mentioned. And, and the last guy that I think is, is worth uh, exploring. Uh, Patrick Williams from FSU, Miami, and many other teams really like him. I don't expect him to be available. So uh, that's kind of the pie in the sky name. And Jalen Smith out of Maryland. That would be the other, the big that I think, along with Vernon Carey, is a viable option uh, to, to explore. Alex, is there is there one name that you really like that may end up in this area? So No, there isn't one name. I, there's actually a lot of guys that I look at, and I would actually be pretty happy with the heat taking any one of them. Like, I think there's a lot of guys in that, in that kind of tier that can project to be pretty good role players almost right away. And again, we don't know how much they would actually be able to play next season, but Desmond Bain is one of those. He's a little bit on the older side, but you could see the upside with him. Uh, I'm glad Leif mentioned Jalen Smith. I knew we were going to be talking about him regardless, but he's the one like big that I really like. that if they were to go big, I think uh, he's an awesome option as somebody who can be kind of like a three and D center. Uh, It can be really effective as a roller too. So I think if, if you go with a big man, he's my guy. If they want to go with a guard or a wing, I think there's a lot of options. I'm definitely not in on one. But uh, if they go with somebody later on, like I really do like uh, Emmanuel quickly, like if they can somehow buy a second round pick or trade down or something like that. Uh, I mean, he's got a 6'10 wingspan as a 6'3 point guard. Crazy, you know, point of attack defense is an, uh, you know, an, uh, an automatic shooter. So I think he'll be a pretty awesome fit for whenever he does play. But yeah, I mean, I think there's so many options there at guard. And if you're talking big, Jalen Smith, I think that's where I'm at right now. All right. I got one more question for each of you after a word from our newest sponsor. I want to tell you about a great new sponsor of the five reasons sports network. And that is better pay. You can find them at btrpay.com. That's btrpay.com or use the phone number 954-953-8895. That's 954-953-8895. This is if you're looking to fund your business. Your business is typically eligible through better pay in six to 12 months. You just need a few documents, including avoided business check and a driver's license and you can get funded in as little as 24 to 48 hours they do a soft credit pull so they will not affect your credit score and it is absolutely free to apply with no collateral required and you can request anywhere from five thousand to 
$500,000. What can you use the funds for? New hire and payroll, moving and remodeling, equipment and inventory, and bills and utility, and also marketing, which every business needs. So check it out. It's btrpay.com, btrpay.com, or 954-953-8895. And here's the kicker. If you mention five reasons... $100 of your loan, you won't have to pay it back. That's right, 100 bucks of your loan, you won't have to pay it back. btrpay.com. All right, back on five on the floor. Again, check out all the episodes that we've done, but also the ones that we're going to do coming up this week. You can if, Look, if you're trying to find another way to find us, Spotify is a great option. Podbean's a great option. As I always mentioned, Dash Radio, the Nothing But Net channel. Uh, we're all over the place now. All right, I got, uh, I got one question for each of you guys here as we go forward in the draft. Um, I will start with you here, Brady. Who will be the best player in this draft? Oh, man. Uh, I'd probably have to say – I'd say Anthony Edwards is probably the best – looks like to be the best player right now. Um, but I'd probably go off the board and say LaMelo Ball has the most potential overall if he, if he gets in the right situation. Uh, and I think the right situation is actually – a team where he can just be the guy, uh, the sole guy on the team. While Anthony Edwards, on the other hand, it has to, I think it's a situation where he can be uh, surrounded by guys um, where he could have a certain role. Um, while both of them, I think, uh, are viable options to be the best, I'll, I'll just go with, I think I'll go with LaMelo Ball just due to potential. Greg, who is, what is, which is the team, and this can be by picking a player or making a trade that will benefit the most from this draft, whether it's making a pick or flipping someone for a veteran. Well, I think golden state is probably the team that, you know, with the number two pick and Steph and clay and Draymond and toe that they're going to be able to either flip that for a veteran that can help now trade down. There's lots of options. Um, so I, I think that they're probably the team that benefits the most, but again, teams like Miami that have a tendency to do well in this particular draft. All right, and Alex, I will close with you. Of the Heat's rivals, of the Heat's rivals, and we kind of know who they are now, right? Boston, Milwaukee, uh, maybe maybe Toronto, um, maybe Brooklyn, maybe out west we're talking Lakers. Not <laughs> Philly. Well, I'll throw Philly in there. Uh, which is the team that would scare you here in this draft to kind of rise up and get a player that's going to become a problem for the Heat for a long time? Oh, that's actually a good question. Ah. Uh... That's tough. I mean, which one of those teams is the highest pick at this point? Like, <laughs> I'm the, I, honestly, I'm not really sure about that. I, I to me, like, I, I really just can't think of anything else other than the Warriors. Like, I think this whole draft really just kind of hinges on what ends up happening with them because we saw that they were a team that, you know, won 73 games before getting Kevin Durant and they're going to get that core back healthy now. And, you know, if they just go with something with a, a, a fit choice, like James Wiseman, who might, might not end up even a, outplaying Kevon Looney or Marquise Chris, especially with Steve Kerr going with veterans all the time. Uh, so I just think like if they go for the high upside guy, they might be able to swing that for another, you know, an upgrade in a trade if they can make him look good. But I really can't come up with a team in the East though. Like, I guess it's gotta be somebody who is handicapped going forward and really needs the pick to pan out and hey. will also give that person a, ro a role like right, right away. Boston's at 14. I mean, they're one of the top. Right. Well, that, that's that's what I was going to say. Boston is the team oh, that would scare me. Adam if, said if on, I would, the, if I Adam was said on the floor is yours that he expects Boston to be in the top five. 
Yes, right. That that that's what I'm thinking. And also, if you look at Danny's and look, we don't know what Romeo Langford's going to be. Um, he really hasn't gotten an opportunity yet. He's kind of their sort of more hyped KZ Akpala in waiting. Not the same type of player, but in terms of a guy we didn't really see this year, who may play. But obviously, with Tatum and Brown, there's been some evidence that Danny knows how to draft. Um, he hasn't hit on everybody, but Rozier was a good pick for where they got him. Smart, Smart has panned out. I mean, they again, they haven't hit on everything, but they nobody does. But that would be the one. Like, if, if Boston can – you know, Masai is always dangerous, no matter where he drafts. Um, he's going to get a good player, most likely. Um, it may take a year or two because he likes to take developmental guys. But Boston is the team for me that – would, would concern I, me. And I would I say there. a name that they would definitely be looking at is on, Onyika Kongwu. Uh, he's one of the top bigs after Wiseman, and I think he'd probably be one of the perfect fits for Boston. Uh, he's a BAM type of player, um, and I think that's that's a guy they'd definitely be looking at if they were to trade up. That makes Brady, a that's whole lot of sense. And, Brady, that, that's an interesting point you bring up because I think that the, the success the Heat have had with the Bam and Hero drafts is going to be very influential in what a lot of other teams do. Uh, it's a copycat league. And I think that, again, taking the guys out of schools like Kentucky, but also the Bam style player um, who kind of changes your whole team, if there are guys like that. And again, we're going to deep dive more on the bigs. I think everybody's looking for a Bam now. And I also think that some teams are going to be looking for a Tyler type player who, you know, has that kind of attitude in the fourth quarter can score high character, you know, and, and that kind of stuff. And maybe look past some of the measurables with a guard to get a guy who can really contribute. So I think that the heat are going to be trendsenders in a lot of ways. And I will say this, one of the things the heat have bumped up against over the last 25 years is they tend to do things better sooner than everybody else. And then everybody copies them. And, you know, one of the problems that they had, I think during the sort of the post LeBron era was that they had an Andy Ellisberg and they, they, they knew the numbers, they knew how to do really smart stuff. And then other teams started getting away from the former players and bringing in really smart guys to be in the front office and caught up to the heat a little bit. Okay. Because they started finding their own Andy Ellisbergs. And I, I do think that that's been something that it took a while for the heat to kind of create another new path beyond it. All right. We'll check out all of our draft episodes coming up this week. We're going to break it down by bigs wings and sort of smallish guards perimeters. So we're going to do those three things. And again, deep dive more on some of the names we talked about tonight. Check out our sponsors, prizepicks.com. Use the code five Biscayne Bay brewing five reasons, realtor.com and our new sponsor, betterpay.com. Thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five regional sports network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.